Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, welcome to Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Croucher here with Drew Dinsick on the 27th Sports Equinox. We've got NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL all on the same day. We're going to talk about two of those sports uh, today on the show. But first, Drew, the massive, the first league pass night of the NBA season. What was the big takeaway? Uh, I'm definitely got my eye most keenly tuned to what's going on with the totals. It's been a modest eight and six for the over so far, but I think when you kind of break down some of the games that did make it over without really much, uh, without even really being close calls, there was some pretty bad shooting in those games. And so there could be some signal there that uh, whatever the current iteration of what we're getting out of the NBA scoring, maybe a hair up this year so far, average total is 223, but we're getting 225 points. Uh, so for sure this first weekend, that's what I'm going to be the most keenly dialed in on. Beyond that, young players that kind of came into this league all looked pretty good. So I think some of the enthusiasm we had for this season in general is going to be warranted. Uh, if you have a huge injection of young talent combined with a bunch of the old guys coming back off injuries and you know still competing for championships, we should get a pretty uh, special season. What, do you th- what, what, what were your major takeaways? Well, obviously, Rudy Gobert's defense was the big takeaway <laughs> for me, uh, locking up the Oklahoma City Thunder. They had a, the uh, Timberwolves had an 84 defensive rating with Gobert on the floor last wow. night. 141 defensive rating with him off the floor, so that'll be good for his plus-minus. Uh, no, no huge takeaways from night one. I do think that uh, I, I watched a lot of the Nets game. It didn't look good. Obviously, it's just night one, and that team hasn't played together. So, you know, you're not making definitive conclusions. But the problem there is that they look uh, very small defensively and thin, and then offensively, they didn't have any spacing. Uh, and so those two things, usually, if you have one of those things, it means you don't have the other because that's just how, how it works. But Simmons is such a weird fit and did not look good. But uh, look, night one, we'll see what happens with the Brooklyn Nets. They've got a lot of talent. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL. They're going to break down another blockbuster Thursday night football game. Uh, And then we're going to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, who, if we can figure out a way to put them on Thursday night football. uh, (laughs) uh, But let's start with Offensive Player of the Year, which is a market that should be dear to my heart after I bet Jonathan Taylor at 70 to 1 last year, but it's not. It's uh, it's very far from my heart, but it's one that uh, I'm on a revenge tour trying to find a winner. 
And right now, Cooper Cup is the favorite at plus 600, which I don't agree really? with. Jalen Hurts is plus 600 as well. Then Justin Jefferson, followed by Stefan Diggs, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and then a couple of running backs in Chubb and Barkley. Uh, and the first name I want to get your thoughts on, and I think this guy should almost be the favorite in the market, and that's Tyreek Hill at plus 1,600, who I think is the best receiver in the NFL right now. He leads the league in receiving yards. And I think the positive for Tyreek, if you're going to back him, is that you know he's not depending on these 80-yard bombs to get his receptions. He's depending on volume. He's getting double-digit targets. He's getting Cooper Cup type of volume. And I think he's got all the narrative in the world uh, just with Tua and his quarterback situation. That's not going to steal credit away from Tyreek. He's revolutionized this offense. I think that, you know, with Tua coming back, with the team getting healthier, I think the Dolphins, they, they should be a playoff team if they stay healthy going forward. They're probably a coin flip uh, in that range. But I just think that Tyreek, uh, he's the favorite to lead the league in receiving yards. So I don't understand why he has such longer odds than Cup, Jefferson, Diggs, when he's the favorite to lead the league in receiving yards. <laughs> and if he leads the league in receiving yards, then those guys aren't going to beat him. But what do you think of Tyreek? I agree with all your takes. I can even add, I, I guess, to add to the positives, his touchdowns should regress positively. Uh, he is underperforming in the scoring touchdowns department. Maybe that's hurting his case so far. Uh, and I think they are, I would expect that Mike McDaniel would utilize him more in the running game as we go kind of deeper into the season. I'm surprised they haven't yet. I expected a little bit more of a dual role for from Tyreek along the lines of what we saw from Debo Samuel and the uh, Niners. But um, so I think there is still a lot of room for Tyreek to improve besides the fact that he has been the best wide receiver to this point in the NFL. And um, so I, I agree with you. He should be the market favorite. But even again, and I, you know, and the only demerit, the only thing I can say against him is that there is a chance that McDaniel tacks into a more conservative game plan to try to protect Tua uh, because of the two concussions. And so maybe there's a little bit uh, reduced volume, but you know, as we know with Tyreek, even a five-yard target could be a 95-yard touchdown. So it's it's still, you know, he's a home run threat every single time the ball is in his hands. And so he'll get uh, the yardage and he should be the favorite. I'm glad we're talking about this market, though, more than anything, because it looks broken. Broken. The top of this market is broken. And anytime that you're going through and trying to find a real plus EV bet, one that has, you know, ups significant upside to the good. This is exactly what you're looking for. In no universe should Cooper Cup be the favorite for this award. There is no chance he has a performance ultimately this season and the Rams this season that exceeds what he did last regular season. So the idea that people are going to reward him for performing less well is insane in my mind. And I think realistically, the Rams are, as we talked about yesterday, very likely on the outside looking in of the playoff picture, just based on how the team overall is manifest and in, in the offensive line in particular. And so Cooper Cup should not be close to the top of this board, let alone the favorite. Hurts, similarly, I don't think is going to get the recognition, his passings, yardage, and you know, just in general, his uh, you know, the combined yarding, yardage running and passing is not going to be enough to warrant consideration, even if the Eagles put up 15, 16 wins this season. Jefferson has some highs, but, you know, overall, that's a very, very fraudulent offense in Minnesota so far. It will improve. He's the one guy I would look over my shoulder at. Uh, the idea of Josh Allen getting the MVP and Stefan Diggs getting Offensive Player of the Year is completely unheard of. It's just they'd like to share these awards across multiple teams that did good things in a given season. And so giving two to the bills 
uh, on the offensive side of the ball seems very unlikely to me. Uh, and then, you know, the rest of these names that are even in the mix, uh, you can poke holes with almost all of them. Uh, you know, I don't know that Barkley can stay healthy. I don't think Chubb is on an offense that's good enough to warrant consideration. Josh Allen's certainly not going to double up MVP offensive player of the year. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, while, you know, still a threat, uh, you know, is, is just doesn't have the tools around him to put up the passing yardages at the end of the day to get consideration. So uh, this looks like a two man race to me right now between Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. And if you're getting 16 to one on Hill, then uh, I think you're making a very, very, very plus CV bet. Well, here's before we move on to the game tonight, here's my theory on this market that's kind of developing. I don't think any running back is going to win it because Chubb, the team is too bad. Kareem Hunt takes too many of his carries. For for him to win it, he needs to be breaking records or coming close. Yeah. I just don't think he's going to do that on that offense with Kareem Hunt there. Saquon, I just I don't think he's going to get the historic numbers that you need. And also, I think he's just going to get comeback player of the year as yep. well. And that will be the reward for Saquon. And then I think that Cup is more likely to block all the other receivers from winning than he is to win himself. Because if Cup leads the league in receptions and receiving yards, then no other receiver can win the award. But I don't think he's going to get it either because it's weird because he might be the best receiver in the game. I would have Tyreek, but he's become the symbol of the Rams' offense not being good because yeah. they're feeding it to him constantly. They're not going to give it to Diggs when he's got Allen as his quarterback. Yeah. Jefferson is having too many bad games as well uh, and just hasn't been quite at the level I think that people were hoping for. So... Which leads me, I know you wrote off Josh Allen, but if Josh Allen has a thousand more yards than Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, and it's just the Patrick Mahomes 2018 situation where Mahomes did sweep MVP and OPOY, like if Josh Allen is over 5,000 passing yards, has, you know, close to a thousand rushing yards, uh, I think that there is a case that he will just win by default because there's no other candidate. So Allen would be my other look. Uh, alongside Tyreek Hill. But yeah, I don't feel amazing about anyone in this market yet, but it is very vulnerable. So I think that someone someone will emerge. But quickly, yeah. before we move on, what do you think of Allen in, in that context? I got to throw cold water on Allen um, for two reasons. One is the weather in Buffalo. Cold weather in Buffalo. Just in, It's not that it's going to impact him from having a good December, January, but... Is he going to be throwing for four or five, 500 yards a game? No. Probably not. And the other thing is they may be able to put him on ice a little bit here. I mean, at some point, like like really the separation between the Bills and the rest of the NFL is pretty clear. They have the head-to-head win against the Chiefs. Uh, if they take care of business and, you know, they don't have any slip-ups between now and Christmas, uh, you know, what degree are people even, you know, like because you, you circle the uh, um, Bengals' Bills, second to last week of the season, like – as of now, that seems like it might be a big time meaningful game. But, uh, you know, I, do you even really need to pull out the good plays in that one if you're the Buffalo Bills or have you already locked up the one seed? So those are the kind of the two things in the back of my head about him ultimately chasing 6,000 yard season. Yep, no, that makes sense. All right, before we get into Cardinals Saints, please download the Roto World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster and the latest injury updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It is available in the App Store today. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. 
Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This football season, PointsBet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out your live second-half over bet. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with the code BETTHEEDGE to get a second chance on your first five bets up to $100 each. New customers only, must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, Kansas, or Louisiana. Void where prohibited, Louisiana license pending in partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, first five bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the PointsBet website for more details. Gambling problem? In Colorado or Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. And in Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. 1-877-770-7867. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800GAMBLER. Gambler.net. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. All right, let's talk Saints at Cardinals. The line is Cardinals minus two and a half. The total is 43 and a half. Where is your lane in this game? Looks like it's going to be Andy Dalton at quarterback. Yeah, with Andy Dalton at quarterback, I'm into the over here. Uh, I think this has come down too much uh, under the auspice of this could potentially be a Taysom Hill game and, uh, you know, in general, what 
Taysom Hill has put on tape is not sustainable. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's enough interest here in what the Cardinals can do offensively against the Saints defense that is proving to be wildly, wildly, wildly uh, under, um, you know, undermanned in terms of just healthy bodies. Marshawn Lattimore being out matters a ton. Hopkins being back matters a ton. Uh, I think realistically, this is a total that should be in the 46 range, which is what we saw in the open. And I think a lot of the betting to the under uh, was a little bit, a uh, little bit premature. So give me over 43 and a half on this one. And I think actually, I'm probably going to put that in a little, uh, a little Equinox parlay with a, a, a somewhat similar theme. A little, uh, a, l- a little Saints over into our uh, Clippers minus, minus five and a half type operation. I like. just, uh, yeah, yeah. Just say, uh, but we'll just bet on a lot of scoring and a lot of runs and just in general some, some, uh, you know, some goals in the NHL. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get a little over, uh, over parlay action. But this is, uh, you know, again, I, I think the market has overreacted to some of the ex- expectations here. And if Andy Dalton ultimately goes, I think he can steer the New Orleans Saints to twenty points. And I think I, I at least have the Arizona Cardinals mean expectation at twenty four uh, with a little bit of a high tail to the over, considering the Saints' defensive woes. Yep, I think that the line is correct at two and a half. I don't love either side of that. I think the Cardinals are slightly better than the Saints, but very, very slightly just because of the injuries that the Saints have at the moment. Uh, and with home field, that's reflected in the line. There are a couple of props that I do like in this game. My favorite one is Mark Ingram over six and a half rushing attempts. Now, Alvin Kamara the past two weeks has had 23 and 19 carries. Ingram has still hit nine carries in each of the past two games with Kamara going for 42 carries. I just don't think they're going to want the full Andy Dalton experience on a Thursday night. I think that Ingram will carry the ball at least seven times. Uh, what do you think of that? Can I interest you in some Mark Ingram rushing attempts on a Thursday? Do you have inside info that he is for sure going to go? Because I've seen some reports that he was a little banged up and I don't know that uh, that, that would be the only thing stopping me. I, I get again, like, Why? Is he getting the carries? Like, I guess we don't have to answer that question. You just need to know that he will. Um, but, you know, I haven't seen anything from Ingram to say that, that he ought to be getting this load share. And in fact, they, they let Latavius Murray walk out the door. And my goodness, was he not the most electric offensive player on the field on Monday? Like, I, I just don't understand it. The Saints, the Saints are a very confusing franchise to me right now. They're in a very weird spot. Uh, I think that Chris Olave, it'll be the Chris Olave show on offense, largely with Kamara. No no Michael Thomas for this game. No Jarvis Landry. Banged up on the offensive line. Uh, it's a bit of a mess. It's, uh, it's a game that's fitting for Al Michaels in uh, 2022, uh, for better or worse. But, uh, but we'll be watching. We'll all be watching uh, and dealing with it. All right. Speaking of watching and dealing with it, we're going to talk about the Lakers in a second. But first, if you want more betting, DFS, and fantasy advice right before kickoff tonight, tune into our NFL on NBC Sports YouTube channel at 7 p.m. Eastern with Vaughn Dalzell, Lawrence Jackson, and Kyle Dvorak as they answer your questions prior to kickoff between the Saints and the Cardinals. All right, Saints, Cardinals, Lakers kind of fits right into that mix. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, who did not look good against the Golden State Warriors, they've not looked good really uh, since LeBron James went down halfway through the season two seasons ago. Uh, and ever since then, it's been downhill for this franchise. Tonight, they are five and a half point dogs to the Clippers. The total is 225 and a half. Do you like the Clippers playing the points? Uh, I would lean that way. I have gone through this mental exercise and I will ask you this question because I don't really know the answer to it. But sure. 
I don't know how many points you would have to give me against an average team to take the Lakers. <laughs> I really don't. Like there, it's 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 a lot. I know that. Um, but I, it, there is a very real possibility that as currently rostered, I may not bet on the Lakers all year. Like we may not see the actual fair price on the floor. And that's not to say they're not going to cover games like they will surely. But I just I don't really want any part of it because I think that the floor, you know, ultimately is quite low for this team on any given night. And like you look at what happened even in that Warriors game, and especially in the third quarter, Warriors made a couple of very subtle tweaks they bet like it was low hanging fruit in terms of adjustments that they needed to make at halftime. And the third quarter was just an absolute uh, mismatch. And I think that's realistically any good team is going to be able to employ a lot of those same tactics to really bury these Lakers in second halves of games if it's even competitive. And I think at that point, Lakers, you know, these guys, you know, LeBron, what is he even out there for if he's not realistically chasing a championship? He's going for the scoring record. Like the idea that he's going to ultimately double down on defense to get this team to 500 for a 10th seed and maybe a, you know a play-in opportunity where they get beaten by eight points. Like I, I'm just not. I don't think that's really the the goal <laughs> this year. Or and if he's being realistic at all, then he's just he's out there to get his points. And you know to that degree, that, you know everybody is just sort of stat hunting as opposed to uh, you know trying to play winning basketball. This is an absolute mess. I think the total is bettable to the over still, even at uh, an inflated now 225. This is a very, very difficult team to handicap for me. And I guess what, so what is your answer? How many points do you need to take the Lakers neutrally? And how many would you need to back them in this game? Yeah. I mean, so what's an average team right now? Like the, the Hawks, the Raptors, they like the 15th best oh, team in the NBA. The, man, you nailed it. Yeah. Those two. So I don't know, neutral. To, I mean, the line doesn't make like five and a half, so there is no home court advantage in this game. So I mean, two, two, three points neutral, and then you add on like six point dogs to at, at Atlanta, something like that. I mean, is that where we're at with the Lakers? Is that where they're going? Probably not, but I think they have that that downward um, trajectory that is that could bring them there. Like they started Russell Westbrook at the three, basically uh, against the Warriors on night one, playing alongside Lonnie Walker. And Patrick oh, Beverly, like this team just doesn't make any sense right now. Uh, there's not much hope. And I think the big, the, to me, the big thing about the Lakers the past couple of years is, has always been that Anthony Davis just isn't a top 20 player in the league right now. And if he's no. not, then they're screwed because there's no one else. Uh, Davis in the finals against the Heat in the bubble, he looked like the best player in the NBA. What he was doing defensively with the offensive production as well. Like he was the best defensive player in the league uh, in that series. That's the level that he played at with his ability to switch, to protect the rim. Now he's the worst jump shooter in the NBA. Defensively, yeah. he's not the same presence. He just doesn't look right. He doesn't look, he looks slow. He looks heavy. Uh, I don't know what he's done, but if he's not the guy, if he's not, if he's not a top 10 player in the NBA, then the team is going absolutely nowhere because LeBron is no longer a top three player. And the whole theory of this team is that you're pairing two top 10 guys uh, and then you fill in around them with shooting and defense. They don't really have shooting. They don't really have defense at the moment. And so, look, here, a lot of the futures markets around the Lakers, which, you know, should be compelling with a team as high variance as this, like they're minus 200 to make the playoffs. I would not touch that. Plus 160 to miss. I might touch that. Plus 800 to win the Pacific Division. Plus 900 for the West. 18 to 1 for the title. Can't get involved in any of that stuff. The only thing that would give me pause with the plus 160 to miss the playoffs is that, you know, in the NBA, in any sport, 
catastrophe triggers change. And if they remain this bad, it's not going to be the same team in six weeks. They're going to trade Westbrook in two firsts for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald or whatever. And then that will bring them, I think, to a level of competence where if they just have a little bit more competent depth that they can be, you know, a 43-win team. But yeah, like where where are you going? But I mean, if, if this team had Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, where, where would you position them in the West? Does that make them the eighth best team in the West? 12th. Yeah, 12th. <laughs> I'm serious? Yeah, I think I think Lakers Kings. What a comp! I mean, I, I, and it's it's crazy to be saying this, but you bring up the Anthony Davis point, which I think is hugely important. His career trajectory in terms of Darko has gone down so precipitously; it is almost unmistakable. This is the end for him, and he could he could turn it around. Like I, you know, presumably like a healthy season out of him, uh, and or just he figures out what's broken about his jump shot. Maybe it all kind of pivots on the fly. And if that happens, I'm not going to be betting against them regularly, just because there's going to be a lot of garbage time scoring on this team, and they're going to backdoor some spreads <laughs> over the balance of the season. Um, but I think the only player that has this steep of a fall off in performance in Darko career progression is Russell Westbrook, who's also out there. <laughs> and so it's like, I, neither of these guys looks like realistically that they're going to be able to turn their careers around at this point. And yet they have this, the name star power, the expectation. And, uh, and for that matter, Anthony Davis, as we saw in game one is going to get usage. He's going to, he's going to command it. Like everybody thinks he's the second best player on that team. His Darko is about the same as Pat Beverly's. That is really, really, really problematic. And yeah, yeah, I mean, you add Miles Turner, who I don't have huge affinity for. He at least solves the problem of now you have a real big out there. But, uh, you know, it it still doesn't really, uh, you know, amend a lot of the issues with this team fundamentally. And, um, you know, the bench unit, oh my goodness, the score, the, the, the offense from that unit, whew. It is rough. It is easy to defend if they're going up against anyone with a competent bench, which, oh, by the way, the Clippers have in spades, uh, then they're going to get run off the floor. So uh, this will be a fun one to bet live if the Lakers come out on fire. Uh, if the home crowd gets them you know, gets them going in the first quarter, uh, I'll be uh, firing away on uh, Clippers live. Yeah, I think like it's just a woefully constructed team. Right now they have Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, Lonnie Walker, Kendrick Nunn, and Austin Reeves all on the same team, all playing minutes in the same game. Anthony Davis was minus 21 uh, against the Warriors playing at center. So, yeah, I mean, like, there is upside in the team because of the trade chips they're going to use because of their trigger uh, happy finger with making a trade. And because I'm not writing off Anthony Davis forever. He's still only 29 years old. And it was three years ago that he looked like the best player in the league. So uh, I'm not completely dismissing them, but I think certainly in their current iteration, uh, there is just no way to get involved uh, in this team. There's, right. a, there's also not a lot of evidence, though, of bigs being able to stop the decline. That's true. And the, it might, the end might have just come early for Anthony Davis. And there is, and it's not just also, it's not just the health and how he looks. It's also, it's the jump shot, which was such yeah. a huge part of his game. Like you think back to that playoff run, he hits the game winning three over Denver. They drew yeah. up a play for Anthony Davis to the game winning three in the playoffs at the buzzer. Like they are, <laughs> right now you can't drop anything for Anthony Davis. And if he doesn't have the jump shot to give him more space because he's lost the step, then there's just not much happening with him. Uh, and yeah, and the team suffers as a result. 
All right, that's a grim way to end the show. Like Davis, <laughs> you, you want to make it? You want to make it more grim? They traded for Anthony Davis with the New Orleans Pelicans, and I guarantee you, the last thing that the Pelicans asked for in that trade was, "Well, give us the opportunity to swap." Yeah. In 2023. Yeah. Right. Well, we don't need your 2023 pick, but we'll but give us the chance to swap. And the Lakers probably laughed, and they said. We're going to be, you, yeah, okay, we're going to be like 30. That'll be the 30th pick in the draft. You, Yeah, sure, you want to swap picks then? No problem. That it might is. ultimately be the first pick. I know, it, well, could. Yeah, it could. It could be. I don't think it's going to be the, well, it could, it's very possibly going to be a lottery pick. And, uh, look, it's like Anthony Davis is 29 years old, and the New Orleans Pelicans are significantly better than the Los Angeles Lakers already. Uh, so maybe AD wants to get traded back to a real team, but uh, we'll see. All right, we're done. Don't forget to check out <laughs> NBCSportsEdge.com for more information to help you with your wages. Thanks, everyone, watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us in podcast form, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. From Jay Croucher and Drew Dinsick. we'll be back tomorrow. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.